Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. So, hello, welcome to episode 19 of Customer Experience R&R with myself, Richard Knight, and my good colleague, and, and yeah, I'll say it, friend, Ryan Huxtable. Um, promotion, promotion. <laughs> we're getting in touch with my feelings, aren't I? Yeah. So, like, this COVID malarkey, it's starting to make me really, really quite emotional, <laughs> uh, which is not a bad thing, to be perfectly honest. Getting gone to getting connection. Get a connection with them, Ryan. This is what we're talking about. Connecting so, with your clients helps you retain more of them, doesn't it? Well, exactly, exactly. It's all that sort of emotional intelligence side of things. But um, yeah, how, so how's your week been? How, how well, are you getting on? Busy, yeah, great, busy? Great question. Yeah, busy week this week. Yeah, um, lots of people actually getting in touch to talk about um, client experience and how that can help rebuild their business. And lots of businesses I'm talking to, Rich, are thinking about getting some qualitative data now um and using that to plan for 2021 um right. and actually that's a, that's a really uh that's a, i think that's a really proactive stance to take because you think about what the government have announced this week about sort of uh, more restrictive lockdown measures uh six months of um challenging times i think for, for many people uh the opportunity to use that time by having some great insight to do that I think it's really important mm -hmm. um, and Anna Lake who um, is part of our Southwest CX thought leadership group gives us our thoughts today Rich on um, how to use great insight and client experience is obviously uh, gives you great insight when you ask for it um, to how you can use that to market actually to your customers to create more advocacy I think she uses the term it's one of the most cost-effective ways mm -hmm. of of marketing um, but she also then talks about how that can really help you uh, retain clients so um, it was really great to talk to Anna so should we should we take a look yeah let's have a look here she is well good afternoon Anna and uh, thank you for joining me this afternoon on uh, this week's R&R um, so for our listeners and our watchers um, uh, Anna will introduce herself in a second but I'm really delighted to have uh, Anna join us. So Anna is a fellow Southwest CX Group colleague who works with the, the wider CX, uh, Southwest CX Group on the thought leadership about how customer experience can really help grow a business and therefore the wider economies. And, and you know, we know at the moment how important uh, getting the economy back on track is. So Anna, tell us a little bit about what you do and, and how you help clients. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Uh, great to be here. I uh, am a freelance marketer. I'm based in the uh, not very sunny area of Tavistock. Um, I work with clients to help them really gain an insight into what their clients think about them. So I run client listening programs for companies of um, various sizes and in different sectors and help them to really get an insight into 
um, how they can help their clients, what their clients think they do really well, what their clients think they might uh, do better and how they might need to make any changes in order to um, improve and to grow, to retain more clients and to attract new ones. Brilliant. So a real kindred spirit on this stuff, which is great. Um, so particularly, I'm, I'm particularly interested, just probably my first question I want to ask is, um, you mentioned your, your freelance marketeering uh, skills. And why do you think customer experience is important to create advocacy within a brand? So customer experience is so important because the experience that you give your customers they will often pass to, uh, they'll often tell other people. So there is um, an old adage that if you give a great experience that people will tell um, 10 people, but if they get a rubbish experience, they'll tell 100 people. Um, that is not necessarily true. People, yes, they do vocalise, especially on social media, about rubbish experiences, but they also are turning a corner and people are really talking about positive customer experience now and platforms like social media are um, a way for brands to be able to talk about the positive customer experiences that they offer and for their own customers to advocate those to others in order to be, be able to gain more custom. Yeah it's a great point isn't it the the whole social media world uh, brands can live and die. I know Rich and I at the beginning of the pandemic were talking about how some really famous British brands were getting it completely wrong in terms of how they were reacting to public sentiment about what they were saying, what they were doing and, um, and you know, really just not listening to what their, their clients or their customers wanted. And, you know, unfortunately, some of those brands are, are having to make job cuts on some uh, really sadly have gone, have gone to the wall. Um, so you mentioned, didn't you, about advocation and, and um, using that, that sentiment through those social channels to create uh, more customers. So yeah. from a marketeer's perspective, um, what really excites you about great customer sentiment? Um, I think that it's a great way for companies, businesses to stand out from their competitors. It's a great way for them to um show that they do really listen to what their customers want and need and go over how they go over and above those client expectations and advocacy is basically free advertising if somebody is telling you somebody is telling somebody else to buy your product you don't need to spend the money to advertise to get that um next client so it's a it's a fantastic uh, marketing tool and a very cost-effective one at that. Yeah, I, re I really like that. I really like that sentiment actually because this whole point around um, the, the recommend, the, the 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 use of that that feedback to create more clients for you is 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 a really cost-effective way. Have you seen brands in in your past, Anna, where? they haven't recognized that and they've, they've carried on sort of doing the same old thing and running seminars and, um, you know, ad print advertising or social media advertising or LinkedIn advertising. And once they've got the clients, they, they don't look after them and their churn rate is, is really high. What, what, what's your view on, on people that, that, that get that really wrong? And I'm, i i like me, I've seen lots over the years. Um, so it's interesting because I was just commenting on a post from um, Tom Murphy, who's also in our group earlier, and he was talking about how 
a lot of businesses um, track the customer journey to the point of purchase. So they know that they need a responsive website with lots of calls to action and social media posts saying why you should buy our product or service. But then once the customer or client has signed up, that can sometimes be where they think the journey ends when actually that's really just the beginning. So it's interesting um, that some people don't then track client sentiment beyond the point of purchase and the journey that they go through. Um, so I think it's really important for businesses to look at what's happening among their client base once they've got them on board and to make sure that they're keeping um, in regular contact and checking in because it can be so easy for firms to become um, ambivalent, think like, I've got that client, I've got that customer, I don't really need to do anything. But actually, especially nowadays, where um, competition is fierce, businesses are lowballing to um, try and steal other people's business, you've really got to be on it and understand what your clients need at all points, no matter if they've been a client for a month or for 10 years. So if you were advertising, um, uh, if you, or rather if you were working for a client and, and you were creating a marketing and advertising strategy, um, what are the key things that you would be, that you would be focusing on at the moment? Because there's, there's a lot of noise and sentiment around, um, uh, businesses are obviously, you know, price sensitive at the moment because of, uh, the, the current economic conditions. Do you still think price is a, is a key driver or is it, or do you think experience still plays a massive part in, in decision-making about purchasing? Um, I think it depends on the type of product um, and the, the value. So I think with um, low value B2C products, price is still one of the overriding factors. But when you're looking at a service, so for example, accountancy or law, a special, real, real specialist service, actually there's been quite a lot of research that shows that buyers of those services are happy to pay a higher price as long as they are getting an excellent service and experience. So experience comes top of the agenda um, a lot of the time for buyers of professional and specialist services. So, you know, price, they're not so price sensitive. It comes back to that, um, that thing that, that we talk a lot about at Insight 6, where this, this kind of, you know, being a trusted advisor, reaching out when, you, when you've got, uh, you know, a real emotional need. And, you know, often when you're dealing with money or, you know, a, a family event that you need, you know, a legal, a legal service, as you said, or, or an accountancy uh, service that's when you're not probably going to skimp and you're going to make sure you get the best advice I think that's yeah a really really good point okay cool so once you've got your customers um and you've got them on board you've onboarded them and you know you mentioned earlier that Tom Murphy was, was saying you kind of get them to that point and then don't do do anything what what key piece of advice would you give a business uh around retaining a client once you've got them on board listen actively listen to them so um, it's great if they've come on board with you, that's fantastic. It's um, a good exercise to find out why. So if you've been involved in a competitive tender process, why have they chosen you above 
uh, your competitors and then actually keeping in regular contact, actively listening to your clients, not always sending surveys, but picking up the telephone or if possible, having face-to-face -face discussions and actually checking in. So for example, you've got a new client six months down the line, are you still delivering? So they said, we appointed you because of these reasons. Are you still delivering on those uh, reasons why they appointed you over somebody else in the first place? really important i think keep checking in keep listening ask big open questions um and, and really don't avoid you know difficult conversations because it's sometimes when you think a client might have an issue that you need to have those conversations before they go elsewhere that's a great point isn't it the i think a lot of times and i've seen this a lot during the pandemic is businesses will you ask a business, you know, what are your clients? Oh, we sent the survey. Okay, great. What did the survey tell you? And they'll give you the top three things. And when you ask them, what did your top 10 clients tell you? They can't, they don't know because they've not picked to your point. They've not picked up the phone and just had a, uh, you know, a, a really open conversation just to ask them how they are. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's really simple stuff that, you know, you and I uh, profess about all the time, but it, it makes such a difference to a relationship and the rapport that you build with a brand and that advocacy you talked about earlier really comes quickly, doesn't it? Once you've got that yeah. relationship. So, yeah, you know, fantastic. Again, I really want to thank you for those top tips today. Um, I think you make some really, really common sense uh, points around how to a attract, you know, use that great customer experience statistical data that you've got and market that and market it hard and get those recommends out and, you know, use it as a cost effective way, as you said, to get more clients. And then when you've got them, actively listen to what they want i think that's yeah. a, I think that's a brilliant point and a, and a good remind for for all those businesses uh that are, that are listening out there so thanks for your time today and uh thanks for being a, a fantastic member of the southwest cx group you're welcome thanks ryan another great interview there maybe you should be uh, going on to the bbc news ryan i think uh, you know take over from paxman who uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah some some great insights you mentioned there about that cost effectiveness of gathering insight and utilizing your customers to refer your business it's the dream of marketing isn't it you basically you don't have to put money into that or well, you do by being great at customer experience as a whole but actually then the referral process that goes through is is a done deal because people want to tell people about having a great experience really yeah we're british and we like a good moan but it, when something great happens uh it's great to be able to tell other people because it makes you feel good and uh, referring to other uh, organizations and businesses but also you're supporting those people who don't know about that business yet to actually be able to find something that's really great so i, I thought that that uh, piece of insight was was fantastic from anna um yeah i agree i think um just just picking up on that point you just made there rich um interesting uh, my last two clients have come through a recommendation and actually when from a brand perspective when somebody comes to you and says so and so has recommended you because you know that gets you 80 percent over the line i think a lot of the times because somebody who's trusted to them has suggested that clearly they've got a pain point in their business um, and they want a solution to that <clears throat> so yeah. having that opportunity to to recommend and also and also the other thing i'd say is is to recommend you know when when you're talking to somebody who you might be talking to them about their business um 
you know, ask, ask them if they're a client to recommend you um, because, you know, that, that really helps your business grow uh, in a way that um, is through the experience that that client has got, has got with you. The other thing I thought that was really interesting what Anna said was she talks about this active listening when, you know, you, you, you market, you use customer experience to market, you get, it's a really cost-effective way of doing it. And then people come through your doors and you convert them but then what, what do you do with them? You know, do you actively listen to them throughout? I mean, it's something we talk about in Insight 6 a lot with our, with our clients um, about, you know, the journey and the touch points. And, you know, are you actively listening to your customers during that journey and making sure you're holding on to them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and it's that listening that enables you to um, nip the issues in the bud. Um, as, 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 you know, it was spoken about there. And it reminded me about, um, um, a, a webinar that was on the other day that um, the, the Lucy, uh, my wife and uh, partner in Insight 6 up here in Dorset, Wiltshire, um, was listening to with Tim, Tim Peake, a Tim great Peake. astronaut man himself. And he was talking about how when they're in space, actually, they actually, um, they, they go out their way to, um, when there's issues and friction between people within that environment, they go out of their way to nip it in the bud early to avoid, um, the 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 explosion in emotional um, problems within within a small environment, and actually, it's very true of the customer piece and, and what Anna was talking about there. With the insight, you can shut that door before the the horse has bolted, and all of that. Th those marvelous um, words, but um, I, I, it's key to work out how you're doing that, and whether it's since you mentioned the surveys, don't over survey, but you've got to do that as well. So an automated system that actually ask for shorter sharper bits of information is great we do one of them don't we yeah then we do yeah, yeah we do um so if anybody would like any information about that please let us know but also picking up the telephone having a, having a chat for those people that you know really well um particularly you know that when you're providing services you, you you get to know your clients really well so therefore picking a telephone up and just saying how are you doing is yeah. a great way of gauging yeah we're doing okay but however what you've been doing hasn't quite been landing as well as it could be great so how do we make it better for you going you know into the end of the year and into next year so really useful thing to do and and it's and it's nice <laughs> particularly this time in 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 the environment that we're living in at the moment it's nice to talk um it doesn't always have to be a solution either it just needs that sounding board can often help yeah um yeah. which which gives your customers a bit more sort of breathing room and ability to say okay they listen to me fine okay um and i can come out of what what could be known as the blue flame um situation uh where you know customers can be on blue flame you know do you remember when you were at school when you had your bunsen burner turned up yeah. and it was blue flame it's really hot it boils everything really quickly our emotions go like that so people are going to be in blue flame and if you listen to them what happens is that bunsen burner those emotions get turned down into the yellow flame and the yellow flame, do you remember, you could put your hand through the yellow flame. Yeah, you, you could, could actually interact with it. Lovely and warm, isn't it? A bit more logical. Yes, yeah. it wasn't going to burn you. So blue flame customers can be in, but if you're listening and you're asking them, preempting those blue flame moments, they may well stay in a yellow flame state and you can then gather more information and provide them with solutions that they're looking for and they will remain loyal and keep referring, which I think is a great thing. I tell you what, you've got it all. We've got it all on this podcast. Not only we've got amazing people that join us, like Anna Lake, we've got Tim Peak. Yes. Uh, we've got Bunsen Burners. Oh, we've got what? Blue Flames. We've got Yellow Flames. But I want to just bring our listeners back to the key of what we're talking about this week, which is actively listen to your clients. Yep. 
use that insight to create recommendations and to create interest in your brand as Anna put it it's one of the most cost-effective ways of doing it and then when you get them on board check in with them make sure you're having those regular conversations you know it's important of course to have a feedback system in place but as you said Rich picking up that phone is really really important yeah so you know those those core you know it is I sometimes think when we come on these podcasts every week we talk about some really basic stuff but but some of this is basic but because it's basic people overlook it um and they do that at its peril so yeah so yeah so uh excellent great so listen guys if you liked what you heard today please like share and comment next week we are going to talk about um something really exciting that can really help businesses move forward to uh, by understanding where they where they are um and uh so yeah look forward to chatting that through with you rich yeah, that'll be fantastic. And that'll be our double, uh, double, um, sorry, I'll, I'll put my teeth back in. That will be our 20th episode. It's the anniversary, the 20th anniversary. I feel so much closer to you now, Ryan. Anniversary. Yeah, I'm a friend now. I'm a friend. <laughs> well, yeah, you've moved on up. You're still, we're doing our okay. Just <laughs> if we drink more cider, everything will be fine, won't it? Everything will be fine. Yeah, fine. I can Excellent. cope with it six months as long as there's cider. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Boris can throw anything at us. We'll survive. Yeah, yeah as long we'll as it comes with a can of Thatcher's or other brands are available, of course, <laughs> I'm happy. Excellent. Well, thank you Take very care. much for listening. Uh, I've been Richard Knight. And I've been Ryan Huxtable. Have a great week. Se recomienda las dosis de refuerzo de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 para ciertas personas. Para más información visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia.